Welcome to City Speaks, Sex and Sexuality, a podcast produced by the students of City Times Media. I'm your host, Marlena Harvey, and today we have Tristan Hartley joining us again. Hi, Tristan. Hi. In this episode, we're going to talk about authenticity and also go over a few of the upcoming subjects in the next couple meetings. Well, Tristan, I was wondering if you could go ahead and kind of explain what authenticity means and kind of what it's all about and how your last meeting went. Yeah, I feel like this topic, um, authenticity, uh, I think that as part of the human experience, right, we're, we're trying to figure out who we are. Um, and so in this session, we were really trying to deconstruct those ideas that have been placed upon us, right? Who is Marlena? Who is Tristan? Aside from what our parents told us we needed to be, aside from who the media, right, told us how it was to be a boy, a girl, what those things meant. Um, and so really this this time, uh, Laurel and myself spent, you know, a good 45 minutes just going through kind of authenticity. We tried to come up with this, you know, broad definition of how it meant to show up. And and I think that authenticity is just such an act of self-worth. Um, so we kind of discovered or went into what it meant to kind of reclaim and, and show up with some self-worth and authenticity in the bedroom, right? Because that's such an area where um, we feel so much shame and guilt around um, our expression and, with our sexuality and the way we experience intimacy. Um, and so... We spent, like I said, a good amount of time just talking about authenticity, um, ways to uh, kind of lean into that more. Um, I, I kind of think about it as like, in a way, we've been living life through kind of resentment, right? Um, never being able to sit in the discomfort and being vulnerable with ourselves to learn who we are. Instead, we kind of operate through this like resentment lens, you know, um, I was wronged at this time or this happened to me and I have this anger, right? What do I do with it? Um, and, and reclaiming that and, and showing up as your authentic self sometimes can be a really empowering moment of, uh, of just, like I said, just empowering yourself, um, in your authentic skin, removing those costumes, right, that we put on for other people and just showing up as your true self. Um, and once we can do that sexually uh, with a partner, I think we've talked about this before, Marlena, that it's kind of like playing on the playground, right? Like yep. when you're a kid, you know, <laughs> yep. and, and how, like if, if we were just to like take that moment where you were imagining playing, like, I don't know, when I was little, I feel like it was like, um, the Ninja Turtles or the Power Rangers, and we would like play that on the playground, right? Well, like you can do similar things, and now you can have fun with sex, and you can show up authentically and taking and that show- imagination and kind of bringing it into your adult life, almost exactly yeah. right. And using our creative like experiences to just you know add, add an extra layer of fun into our lives, which are so often right. We're coming out of this horrible time and to ignore the trauma from the pandemic and COVID um, would be really silly, right? So one of the ways that we can start kind of having fun with ourselves as we're kind of emerging back into this world um, is is through sex and through a way of a safely, right? Safely engaging in sex. But, you know, like it, just having fun, coming up with creative ways to have date nights has been a really hard thing. And I think um, you've had to show up a little more authentic with your partner needs and your desires. So 
And even people that don't necessarily have a partner. I mean, you know, navigating dating during a pandemic is nearly impossible. So people are going to have to get comfortable with, you know, getting that confidence back in the bedroom is one of the best places to start, too. Exactly. You know, and um, there there are some things that come around that, right? You know, as we're reengaging, we have maybe more anxiety when we're around others than we used to or you know, unsure of kind of how to navigate like conversations, like dating, how, when do we decide that we should take our mask off and kiss? Um, you know, these are conversations now that we have to have that before we weren't. And, you know, um, you're just, there's so many other things to think about. So the whole dating, yes, like, and showing up authentically in that, you know, and kind of naming where your boundaries are and your comfort levels are. Yeah. Um, these are all things that like have emerged that, that we kind of are having to lean into when we're looking for companionship. Um, so yeah, totally. Thanks for bringing that out, Marlene, because I think it's totally. so important. And you know, we know we've kind of forgotten about COVID and where we're what what the effects have been, and that is so one of them. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, crazy number of effects it has, and I that one is just in the forefront of my mind with the topic that we're talking about. But you know. Mm-hmm. Even with, like I said, even outside of dating, just the general anxiety of having to go back out in public again, you know, it's such a crazy thing that so many people have and probably don't even realize that they have until the end of the pandemic anyway. Right. You know, you'll notice those people standing a little close to you and you kind of have a reaction to it and you're like, why do I feel so uncomfortable with you doing this? You know, I was actually just traveling um, through the airport and it just was such a weird experience, you know, yeah. for the first time during the COVID, or during the pandemic. And I was just like, why are these people standing near me? Or like when you're getting your luggage, like those things, like people don't, aren't waiting. Like it just, it's a very interesting thing, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, I was also going to ask you whether were there any questions that came up during your meeting from students or from even from you guys that really uh, stood out to you? So I, I think one of the things that, that came up uh, from one of the students who was uh, masculine identified and kind of around authenticity was like, you know, how to show up with your partner um, and like express what your needs and desires are with without kind of feeling judged, right, or stigmatized. And, um, and I think that's such a valid point, right, uh, oh. as, as kind of a masculine individual, not wanting to feel like you have any problems or something's wrong with you for having uh, wants and desires. So, you know, kind of showing up and asking for those needs can be a very intimidating experience, even for somebody that's been in a relationship for 20 or 40 years. Like, it is still a scary thing. And so I, I really enjoyed the dialogue around kind of how to show up authentically. I think, you know, we, we talk about communication as folks, you know, this word, right? But when you think about it as an idea, Sometimes when when you have a feeling in your gut and you don't like how somebody responded to you or maybe you do have something and you're like, I really wish I could tell Marlena ABC, right? That's you not communicating your authentic self, right? Sometimes we do have to hold that back because we want to be nice people um, and operate through the higher self. and, And of course, that makes sense. And also sometimes it limits our human experience. And so the dialogue was just around how we can break down that communication and create some authenticity from both sides of partnership, right? And and that could be even more than, than two, right? Partnership exists in so many ways. So we want to be respectful of 
are folks engaging in polyamory and, and open relationship, right? And, and the way your dynamics are. So um, communication and authenticity uh, literally go hand in hand on the same frequency. <laughs> totally. And I think that, you know, communication is one of the things that most people struggle with in their relationships because we are so afraid of that fear of shame and judgment. And it all comes back down to those two words that are so like ingrained into our heads, shame and judgment. And I think what you guys are doing, creating that space for this to be an open topic of communication without those two words is what everyone should be doing with their families and their friends and their own homes. Like we should be creating these spaces for people to be able to be their authentic selves. So I think that what you guys are doing is phenomenal in that way. So, yeah, you know, I think too, uh, we're just all on a journey of, of kind of really feeling alone. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I know too, right now we all feel alone as we're isolated. And the truth of the matter is with through, through authenticity and communication, you will all realize that we are so similar. And if we can just communicate and see those things as um, not bad or good or right or wrong, just different experiences, just right? parts of who and we are as people. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's a beautiful thing when somebody is able to show up authentically. And I think as you look around and think about somebody who you just admire, that's just authentic. What a beautiful experience. You know, we all have those people. I have yeah. mine, Michelle yep. Obama, I'm telling you. There you go. She's a great example. Great. <laughs> yeah. That. Well, Tristan, this was a great episode. And thank you so much for spending the time with me and talking and opening up about what you guys are doing. And I really appreciate it. Of course. Yes. So fun. Always talking with you. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of City Speak Sex and Sexuality. We will see you next Thursday at 9 a.m. for our fourth episode. 